0: Hello and welcome to the download. I'm your host Dave Richardson, and it is Stu's days, which means we have Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equity at RBC Global Asset Management, on a new camera today. He's got a new. Uh, his kids shared the the good. He lets the kids use the good computer for homework, and so he's using it today. And it's too bad this is just audio. But if you could see him on video, he looks beautiful. More clarity than I've ever seen before from Stu.
1: Well, thanks very much, Dave. I have been told to have a great face for radio, so. Uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no you look fantastic today uh but now we'll get into the really murky because uh we we what we're going to talk about today uh is is something that quite frankly even even got beyond my scope but it was a uh but it was a uh a, a question that i was thinking about uh myself this morning as i as i was watching uh, what's what's going on in the market and what's been going on in the market over the last few weeks uh and it deals with momentum Uh, And just in some ways, the structure of the market sort of works against or for itself at at different points in time. Uh, It also explains why I couldn't get a date in high school. And then I ended up uh, in my in my early 30s marrying the best girl in the world. So there you go, because things can turn on a dime. So let's talk about momentum and what we're seeing going on in in this rotation in the market and momentum.
1: Great. So, um, you know, so the, the market is always searching for what is the narrative of the day? And um, you know we've we've talked I think in past podcasts about how that narrative has switched uh, in the last uh, three or four months from you know more narrow growth, very e-commerce uh, beneficiaries of stay-at-home, to you know the Fed was providing a fair amount of liquidity, interest rates were going to be low, we're going to have vaccines, the economy was going to get better. As the economy began to improve, interest rates started to rise, the economy or the market started to broaden. And then some worries about inflation started to surface and um, you know, that has been the the shifting narrative, which, you know, may or may not last, but we think that that narrative will last for a while here because, you know, vaccines are going to get rolled out. There's a fair amount of pent up demand. And, um, and you know, the economy is going to, you know, be quite strong in the back half of the year, but inside of the market, there is a dynamic, the way that money flows around from one uh, set of uh, stocks to another, as that narrative shifts, and um, it's it's akin to you know kind of holding a box of water up and shaking it from one side to the other side, and even if you've brought it back to flat, that water bounces back from side to side for some time. And um, you know one of the one of the things that we look at that we look at as a as an active manager is the volatility index, and um, it's been pretty volatile. <laughs> I'm not surprised the last couple in the last couple of weeks after after being calm for some time. And what that is indicative of is, is positions are changing and uh, that can often, you know, have like a short term crescendo and whether or not we saw that, you know, yesterday, or we saw that last week where, you know, interest rates move through that one and a half percent range. Many of the more expensive growth stocks have been very uh, poor performers, not that their business prospects have changed, but you know you could make you could fundamentally make the argument that higher interest rates means that their future cash flows are worth a little bit less but in reality what's also happening is that you know there's a bunch of algorithmic and factor oriented investing that has to reconstitute itself as the narrative shifts and um you know one of the you know one of the big things that uh, that defines that is momentum and a lot of quantitative models will have a momentum factor inside of them, and in fact, you can go and buy the momentum factor uh, on the S and P 500 or on the T S X. and And people like momentum because over the long haul, it's been uh, you know a pretty interesting a pretty interesting factor to have exposure to. Yet, when that basket of stocks changes, it can be quite a violent period of time for that momentum factor. And um, you know, one of the big discussions in the last week was will value stocks and will energy stocks become the new momentum factor and if in fact they do that means that everything that's in there has to you know come out and that um you know that tends to cause a lot of shakeout and i think that's really what we've seen in the last week and um you know as i say like uh, in the short term uh, you know this is warren buffett's comment the stock market is a voting machine in the long term it's a weighing machine so as an active manager, we want to be on our toes to see as we get extremes in prices in all directions. Can we take advantage of what we think that business will be worth two, three, four, five years down the road relative to its current share price as things uh, as things move around with great rapidity that we've seen in the last uh, in the last week or so.
0: So, Stu, that's uh, that's incredibly complex, which is why I'm 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 glad you're the one managing the money. Uh, and, and, and does this suggest, as I listen to it, it, it suggests that an active manager still has an advantage over a machine, that the, the combination of man and machine still seems to have a, to have an advantage over just machine. Is, is that, a, is that the, the right way for me to interpret it?
1: You know, I think that's exactly right. So, you know, we have all the calculations going internally to see what type of changes might come uh if you were using a purely rules-based quantitative model so one you know, we can see some of those changes coming in advance if we want to be in front of them and two as they're happening we can decide uh, you know do we want to try and be on the other side um you know for example if you took some of these you know more highly valued stocks we can go back in time and say well when the t- when the 10-year bond was two or two and a half percent uh you know say in 2017 what were their valuations and how close are we to those valuations today so just as just as the market might be spitting them out from a momentum standpoint some of these you know what used to be expensive businesses might look more interesting and may already be discounting uh an interest rate level that you know we think would be you know fairly bearish so you know so you have to you have to have your scenarios going all the time you have to always be thinking and uh, saying you know, what's discounted in these share prices and how how can we make money from from this point going forward
0: yeah and, and it, it's it, it's almost just in in the way if we think about the way that computers have changed our lives and and machines have changed our lives and and all, all kinds of fantastic benefits uh, but when i when i want to hug i go and hug my wife or my kids and it's that last little bit that the computer still can't match Whereas an experienced active manager, with the help of the machines, I mean, we're not doing it alone. The machines just make you more powerful than you've ever been before. But still that last bit of touch, then that experience makes a difference in terms of the way you're looking at all those numbers.
1: Can be very helpful. No question.
0: Wow. And then, uh, but but you, you can't get machines like this new machine that you've got that makes you look <laughs> even better than you, you actually look. So that's pretty good.
1: All right. Thanks very much, Dave. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, Stu. Thanks. And we'll see you back uh, with Stu's Days next week.